Hi guys, welcome back to the Fight Podcast with Career and with me, Jan. Show you how are you? Good. How are you doing, Jan? I'm really fine. You know why I'm fine? Um, why I'm this fine? Tell me. We're not where we usually record these. This one is our first rodeo in the wild. Mm -hmm. We're in Italy right now, and this is the first time we have a special guest. Mm -hmm. Do you special. Do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> Hello, guys. I'm Andrea Bonomo from Italy. So I gotta say, I love his accent when he speaks English. Everything he was uh, before this uh, podcast, he he told me like, yeah, I'm not that fluent in English. Whatever. I, I think Andrea that's Bonomo. that's part of the charm. Let me try. Let me try. <laughs> <laughs> I am Andrea Bonomo. <laughs> that's amazing. I think that's part of the charm. It makes you sound even more like it, it has its appeal. <laughs> okay, so just for people who don't know you yet in ICCS or just for listeners who listen to this uh, who don't know you so far, um, how did you get into fighting in general? How what was your like? How did you get into not ICCS but in general? How did you start fighting? Okay, I start uh, martial arts at six years old. I was uh, yeah, uh, I was in in jujitsu, Japanese jujitsu. I did that and uh, for many years and uh, but uh, actually I I'm uh, the older um, uh, Sharir students I think outside outside from uh, Israel and uh, yeah I met him in uh, 2011 mm -hmm. in in France Nice and since then uh, I am I'm with him you know I yeah it's a special relationship uh, Sharia when before we uh, we We drove down here, I think, for like 10 hours, and Sherry was like, "You have to, you have to come. It's very important because you have to be, uh, you have to meet Andrea, you have to meet the people in in Italy, and you didn't overpromise." Right. <laughs> right. So far, Andrea has been the most, the the most, the greatest host. <laughs> Thank you. And so for um, for ICCS, um, how did you? Why did you um, join ICCS? What's, what was your approach? Why why did you come to train with Sherry? Because just because I think uh, ICCS is the best uh, fighting system, not just for martial arts, but uh, in general. I mean, uh, uh, we have fighters who fight in MMA, boxing, uh, grappling. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, just like that. I mm -hmm. think it offers the best uh, of the best in the business. Mm -hmm. So your approach was for competitive reasons or for yeah. did you for when I started, I start to for self uh, for self defense as many people, you know. But uh, since then, I fall in love with uh, martial arts and, uh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Sharia, how, um, like when, like, ICCS started back and when, when did you found ICCS? Like, when did you actually start gaining? Actually, my first seminar, well, my first one was in the US, but my first seminar in Europe, <laughs> Andrea came to. That was in Nice, France. So you're one of the ICCS OGs. <laughs> It was it's him, and then it's uh, Michel Fisel. He's from uh, France, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh, he was in the Andrea was in the very very first seminar uh -huh. in Europe in Nice. So back then, um, how many? How did you start doing those um, those seminars in Europe? Did you were were you uh, asked to come to the uh, here? Did you promote them? How how did they work? Well, uh, I was pretty much asked to go, mm -hmm. and uh, there it happened. And then uh, Andrea drove over uh, from uh, from uh, Genoa, which is like what two hours? Yeah, yeah two hours. Yeah. Two hours. Yeah. And then back then, you were a practitioner, but you didn't own your own gym back. Yeah, then. exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So how did that change over the years? You because now we're sitting in your gym. Yeah. And how did this start? How did you start your own gym? 
again, it starts because of Sharir again. I had to push him. Yeah. <laughs> what, what does pushing mean? <laughs> He's uh, Andreas, uh, one of the best instructors I've ever seen, but I saw that uh, right away. But, you know, uh, he... Uh, hey man, maybe I should teach, maybe not. I said, yeah, of course you should teach, you know. And I mean, look at us where we're at now, you know. I mean, the first ICCS uh, instructor convention was 2019. Uh, how many people we had here? 60. 60 instructors and mm -hmm. wives and mm -hmm. girlfriends. I mean, yeah, all over the world. Pretty amazing. We did it here in, in Genoa. Mm -hmm. And his gym is it's a pretty amazing thing. Mm -hmm. No, so I think we, we've talked about this in a couple of the last episodes because There's one thing if you're a good fighter, but I've noticed you're a good coach as well. Yeah. And yeah. Um, have you been coaching uh, like in other gyms before or was this your first time coaching? No, no, no. I, I coached in, in in another gym before, uh, not mine. Uh, I was under someone, but uh, yeah, Fight Back, that's uh, that's the name of the gym, is, is my first uh, gym that I own. Mm -hmm. Okay. When did you open up uh, Fight, First, uh, Fight Back? 2018. If I, I'm not you wrong, teaching before by yourself. Yeah, yeah, I was teaching before by myself in other gym. Yeah, so like seminars. And he was renting. Yeah, renting. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you had rooms, but uh, yeah, were, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're sub sub renting one of the places. Yeah, and because I've met some of the people that um, that train here, and uh, what I've noticed is a lot of them also compete. Yeah, and uh, so I I also at the at the front door there's a there's a sign mm -hmm. it's. Uh, For a, like a like a commercial almost, and it says what what you do here, and then there's Kav Maga for mm -hmm. self protection and all yeah. these purposes, and then also you have mixed martial arts mm -hmm. and says it on there. So um, I've met some of you guys, and you told me about what they do actually right now, and a lot of what you do is you prepare guys for competing as well. So um, how does ICCS fit with competing? Like it's a originally ICCS is like a self protection thing. How does that work in competing? Yeah, yeah, it's. Still for self-protection, but it doesn't mean that it can work in the ring or in the cage. You know, I think it fits uh, perfectly in a, in a ring or in the cage. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I mean. I mean, uh, people who are ICCS instructor or students are usually fighters in uh, boxing or MMA or something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, we have the credibility to do that. You know, so, so credibility uh, says. You, you, um, the the people that compete for you, Jim, um, like how how uh, at what level do they compete right now? Yeah, let's say the gym is pretty new. We have uh, it's open since uh, five years, and uh, but uh, we can grow. You know, we can grow the level of the students and uh, the level of the competition that we are. Uh, we fought. Uh, uh, outside of uh, Italy in uh, an MMA fight, uh, we won. And but you said uh, England, right? Yeah, England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I have uh, some national sh champion uh, of boxing, for example, or uh, uh, something else, you know, kickboxing. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. So what does uh, th this question is for usually? So how um, how does it differ from? Is everyone who competes? And trains in ICCS gym automatically part of the ICCS fighting team. So anybody who wants, anybody who wants to compete, the idea is to kind of give them an umbrella. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, we actually have an ICCS fight team meeting, mm -hmm. international meeting, and well, anybody wanted to come came. Uh, we had people from Israel, Italy, the US, uh, was it Belgium, I think mm -hmm. I don't remember France. Anybody who wants, and you see the levels is pretty impressive. 
uh, some um, many of these guys and girls. So the idea was to uh, it's just for fun, you know, and uh, also I think it, it helps people grow because you know you can only you do self defense is great, but after a while you know what you want to see what you're worth. You want to mm-hmm. see your growth. I think competition is very healthy for that. Also, competition is healthy for any fight. You know, I mean, I said this many times. MMA fight is the closest thing to a street fight. Yeah. As far as how you feel, as far as someone wanting to beat you up. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, ICCS they kind of put their uh, they put their money where their mouth is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And look, well, we could, uh, you know, yeah, we go to self defense, but you know, we'll fight you anywhere. We'll fight you in the ring, mm-hmm. in the cage. We'll fight you in the street. And it's kind of what ICCS fight team proves right now. Yeah. And I think um, also what I've noticed is when students start doing MMA, because in the in the early days, someone who has no experience in uh, MMA, for instance, like who do like Krav Maga combatives or something like that, sometimes they're overwhelmed by the, the fighting on the ground and the wrestling. It happened today in the seminar. Yeah. We saw that. There were guys from, uh, I don't know where they're from, nice people. Mm-hmm. But obviously you can see that they're really lost. But also, uh, um, you know, I mean, you can see the difference in the level, you know, with with them and, and ICCS students. I'm not talking about the instructors. Mm-hmm. The level was, I mean, some of the instructors that came, the students kind of handled them pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And also, I think um, because you might think, okay, I do this this stuff and I'm 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 fit for the streets. But I think the most important part is to understand that most of the stuff you do in MMA is applicable in all other uh, areas. You need to understand leverage. You need to understand how to put your body weight. With the knife fighting, with multiple opponents, with everything. And mm. also, if I can hold you down and beat you up in an MMA fight, I could do it easier mm. in the street mm. or against an unprofessional. Yeah. You know, so if the, there's levels, you know. You've seen a lot of that today or the last couple of days where people, um, you, you have a lot of understanding for leverage for how to how to gain access to certain spots how to put your weight and you said that a lot of times like if I'm landing here I'm dead and that's kind of what applies to the street as well like if you're doing um, Kaf Maga for competitive like the street purposes or whether you do it for competition it's kind of the same rules because it's the same the same principles and the better you get in in drills the better you get in in um, MMA fighting that applies but it's not only that do you have, um, when you teach the Kav Maga courses, is that this one goes out to you, Andrea. Um, if you teach Kav Maga courses, do you basically do only MMA and explain how to apply it to the streets? Or is that um, is there more to the Kav Maga lessons that is different from the MMA lessons? How are they different with you? Yeah, uh, also it depends if, if it's a private class or it's a normal uh, class. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there are some differences, but there are some similarities, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, normally in Krav Maga, we try to avoid to fight on the ground. It doesn't mean that uh, we cannot, uh, we cannot, we are not able to. But uh, yeah, more striking, uh, multiple opponents. That uh, that's what uh, we are focused on more, you know. Aggression, ex- exercise for aggression. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, not the same, but very similar mm-hmm. for what uh, what I mean. Do the same people come to your Krav Maga and MMA courses? Mm, yeah. Let's say, yeah. Different. Let's say, yeah. All, all the fighters that I have, they, they do both. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, some people uh, uh, prefer uh, one, uh, some people prefer the other one, but more or less the same people do both. Mm-hmm. 
So, so if you want to avoid, uh, let's say you want to avoid, like Andreas saying, you don't want to go to the ground. It's cute to, to say that, right? But if you want to avoid going to the ground, you have to know ground fighting. How else are you going to avoid it? Because it's not even about fighting on the ground. It's about escaping or knowing what it might expect. Escaping bad positions for the street, you have to be an expert, mm -hmm. right? More than a MMA fighter. Yeah. Because you're in there. No one's going to save you. Yeah. You know, no one's coming to save There's no ref. So there's only only way to n know how to avoid going to the ground is actually practicing on the ground, mm -hmm. not like uh, necessarily like uh, the mindset of jujitsu where they're okay on their back. We never okay on their back. Mm. So the mindset is different. That is something we explain to to students a lot of times. It's like the position plays important yeah. because position. You, you, I think you said that in one of the podcasts already. That position is key to to uh, position like, on the ground is the weapon. That's mm -hmm. the whole thing. Because if you're even in a competition, you can train to be like, okay, I can pull someone in the guard and then fight from there. But the main issue then is, even in a competition, if you mount someone for five minutes straight, you still won the fight. I think you put it like that. And the only difference is, if you're gr uh, grappling and if you uh, if you then fight MMA or the street fighting, it's more about I can still get hit, which is a different, a whole different animal. If you have to be good and in, uh, in for sports, you have to be better for the street because of this life-threatening, right? Uh, MMA is like a real fight, I would say, almost. Only thing is that it's not really life-threatening because there's someone in there who's supposed to protect you. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the time, they do, right? Some the referee, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they, 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 they sleep, but most of the time, they protect you. Yeah. And the street knows going to protect you if you get mounted. It's mm -hmm. over. If you don't know how to get the guy off, it's over. Mm -hmm. you know, so you have to be a little better. The only way to be better is to do it over and over again in the gym. Right, that's why groundwork is so important. Drilling, of course, with the with the right attitude, right mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, so the crossover, and at least with ICCS, between the the street fighting aspect and the sports is was was pretty um, natural because they understand the people who do it for the street understand they need the sport aspect for the street, mm -hmm. and the people who do it for sports understand they need the aggression aspect for the sport. Right, the the warrior development drills, for example, that we mm. do for the street are very helpful. Also for the ring, mm. uh, go forward mentality, not stop, no matter what. Also great for cardio. So that 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 mix is always uh, very natural. Mm. Also, I think it's it's better when they mix. You know, because you're creating the full mentality of a, a warrior in the street or in the ring. It doesn't matter, an attitude, and also you know you don't create like different groups in your gym. You know, mm. I don't like that. So you have the one guy who, or the the group of guys who went to like only grapple, and then it's like yeah. So what do you guys think? Uh, do you think that MMA guys can more easily adapt to Krav Maga or that uh, people who only did Krav Maga can adapt easier to uh, start with MMA? Not Krav Maga, but ICCS Krav Maga, yeah. 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 That's, I think that's a little different from usually what, what Krav Maga is, pretty much. I think most Krav Maga is very based on we're, we're not going to the ground. A lot of... Um, also, it's it's more combative oriented sometimes. I think it's it's different because people who come into ICCS oriented, combative uh, like it's. I don't know if it's like a, in the US also a thing, but in in Europe, combatives is um, like a very uh, like like UC for instance. Like it's uh, like it's 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 there's certain um, uh, groups that that uh, claim. So a, if you're combat, let me just get. <laughs> if it's combative oriented. So they don't go to the ground. No, I mean uh, most of them are pretty strike based. There's, so they don't go to the ground. There's this right. little fighting on the ground, and, and there's is there sparring? Uh, there is simulations. I think is there sparring? Is there like punching each other in the face? 
not pads, mm. not anything. Is there sparring? I think sometimes there is. It depends oh, on the level, pretty much. I've, I've never been to one of these. Are they sparring? Are they sparring on a daily basis? The ones I know, I know that don't, I'm not sure. Do they grapple on a daily basis? Also, I think the ones that are clinch fine on a daily basis. I must repeat myself. I think the ones that are on uh, the night. How is that combative? I'm asking you again. <laughs> they call themselves calls. Oh, cool. <laughs> maybe there's a difference, but that's not. Combat is with contact. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm just, maybe I don't know English, but I think. No, it's 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 the name of it. Like, oh, okay, okay. It's it's what I mean. Like it's called combat. It's a it's a different thing. It's in the back in the forties. It was, uh, or I think the, the so they call maybe better to call it drilling, drill. Maybe maybe. But the the name of the whole uh, well, this time I checked, combat is combat. <laughs> yeah, because you're a combat instructor. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. No, I'm a, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> you know someone, without disrespecting anyone. Yeah. Let's let's the combat equals. Contact, mm -hmm. right? Unless you're shooting people, combat, you know, we're here to talk about contact, combat, equal. Also, when so you're shooting I mean, people, yeah. something touches something. <laughs> so, I mean, if, I hang the, if, if I'm hitting the pad uh -huh. or if I'm drilling a scenario where no one's actually really hitting me in the face, mm -hmm. um, where's the combat? Mm, you're not used to the pressure. I'm asking for a friend, where's the combat in that? Is there combat in that? So it could be a drill, it could be, it could be part of your training. Mm -hmm. But if, I said this today in the seminar, if you remember, you could drill all you want, mm -hmm. anything you want, drill, 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 you know, whatever. If in the bottom, at the end of the day, you lift up your chin while you're getting hit because you're nervous to try to get your head away, a lot of beginners do, mm -hmm. you get knocked out. The only way you can learn to keep your chin in is by sparring. It's by being it's by getting hit, hit before, right? Yeah. So, okay, so where's the... Yeah, anyway. yeah it's about the conditioning yeah. until it's about being used to fighting MMA, yeah. Exactly. Fighting. That's what you're used to fighting. Why you got to put that MMA in there? Yeah. This is used to fighting. What's the difference if someone's punching you in the street or punching you in the ring? A punch, a punch. Mm -hmm. It hits your jaw, it hits your jaw. You're going to get knocked out. Mm -hmm. So you can see it, you saw it today with, with people uh, who don't spar, right? Every, every time there's a drill with contact... Not a combative drill like you called it, but contact. Well, mm -hmm. your job is to hit me, my job is to hit you. You see them, their eyes closed, chin up, right, trying to protect their head in a weird way because they don't, they're don't. they not used to contact. Mm -hmm. So bottom line, I mean, if you don't spar, you, that's what's going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. So you could practice getting out of this hold or that hold or shirt grabs or Hitting the pad with the, your elbow, with your fist, screaming, mm -hmm. you know, being a little tough. But thing is, if you don't spar, you're going to get knocked out by anyone who does, dude. Anyone who does is going to knock you out. You have to, you have to understand that. It doesn't, even if it doesn't prepare for the street, it doesn't matter. A punch is a punch. Show sure, is really passionate right now. Never heard you call me dude. That's, that's new. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, contact. Go, go. <laughs> Um, so, Andrea, do you have other coaches in this gym, or are you the owner and the only coach? Uh, yeah, I'm the owner and the only coach. I have students sometimes that uh, can help me uh, in teaching, yeah. But, yeah, let's say 99% of the time, I'm only me, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. How do you how do you pick people as your coaches? Like, how do you say, this one is someone I would trust with the, with the classes? 
of course, uh, if they are good, uh, good level. If they are loyal, of mm-hmm. course, yeah. And uh, I, 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 I have to see if I can trust them. Yeah, I, I choose them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, about the level, but also like uh, how they teach. Like how how would you? Be, yeah. Like, yeah. They they have to. You you have to watch a, a class of them. Yeah. If they yeah, exactly. job properly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you? Um, this one uh, direct to you, Sharia. I have to I have to say because people can see who I'm looking at, so I have to keep saying, okay, this one goes out to you. I think it's easy. Um, with um, the ICCS instructor uh, course, for instance, those are not just ICCS students, but it's also for instructors. How do you approach that? Like, how do you say, okay, this one I trust with being an instructor. When are they ready to be an instructor? How do you get to that point? I think an uh, instructor course at ICCS it takes a, a long time to become an instructor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a couple of years, so I think. But by, by the end, this constant uh, contact with me and with with other uh, um, instructors who are already instructors at ICCS, you know, Houston, Italy, they're in constant uh, contact with Andrea. Right? We have another. Uh, we have a club in uh, was it Tolin, right? And uh, I mean, I know that he's a constant contact with Andrea. Mm-hmm. But to get the help, so with time, it's a, it's a profession like anything else. You know, you mm-hmm. go to, you go to school for it to learn it. Mm-hmm. So to become an ICCS instructor, it doesn't take a weekend. It takes a, you know, there's a we meet a couple times, uh, but also what you do in between the times we meet that's important, you know. So it's uh, not just about you come in here, you we don't stuff your relation into you and go good yeah. luck. No, no, yeah, and because if it's a process and you take this time, you know, for one that people are committed, and also you see. Uh, if their personality matches what you expect from yeah. people who teach ICCS, yeah. And at at what point, um, like when when people open up a gym, you have there's head ins- like there's um, the head instructors of a country, let's say for Italy or for for France or for like the director of the country, the, uh, the director of the country. Yeah. Um, what role does he play in other people opening up gyms in their countries? Mm-hmm. He helps. You know, he's uh, usually a senior instructor. Mm-hmm. And he, they need help with, uh, how, you know, how to teach. Uh, sometimes with with the marketing of the place, mm-hmm. how to get more students. That's mm-hmm. the directors. Uh, he helps them. Mm-hmm. ICCS is like a family, to me at least. You know, that's how I see it. Uh, so we help each other. Mm-hmm. So senior instructors is what you call the level four ones, right? What? The, the with ICCS instructor levels, like there's four of them. Or the, uh, basic instructor level. Right, so yeah, the the one, two, the one, two, mm-hmm. the third is a basic instructor level. Mm-hmm. Then you have instructor level two, which is like a, a yeah, like the fourth. There's not many instructor levels because that's. I think that's one of the first thing I learned about you. Like I learned your name, that you're from Italy, and then I also learned that you're a full instructor because there are very few of them. Yeah, and so that's uh, that's something. Like how how long did, uh, were you part of ICCS before that happened? Uh, it takes many years takes many years and uh, yeah I think uh, maybe in Europe we are like five mm-hmm. not more I think we're uh, instructor level two yeah I th- right now it's you it's Pedro it's yeah. Michel says that you yeah yeah that's for yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 it takes many years mm-hmm. many years yeah so long how long have you been training ICCS before you uh, started opening up the gym like how how long were you part of ICCS before you did that uh so Six or seven years, mm-hmm. maybe. Six or seven years. Yeah, I think so. And uh, yeah, the the instructor. I have students who who does the the 
the instructor course and they took the, for them three years to become an instructor yeah, with the Sharif, yeah. Basing instructor with the Sharif, yeah, three years. And what uh, let you make the jump? Like what, what got you to say, okay, now I want to make this uh, a professional, I want to do this as an instructor, I want to open up my uh, my own gym. Like what, what made you decide to do that after seven years? Because I love it and because of Sharir again. <laughs> because of Sharir's uh, soft but quite firm pressure. <laughs> well, but, because I knew that he'll be very successful. So Yeah, also you're very good at this. Ah, thank you, thank you. And uh, it pushed me to do what I love to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think because uh, one of the things that I notice that for me make up a good coach is when there's no ego involved in training. Because sometimes you use bar or you, you train a technique, whatever And um, people go very hard just to to reassure them, or the technique is not so so good. They have to to drop someone and stuff. Every time you touch someone, you you knew what you were doing, but everything was on point, very clear. But so you didn't have to go hard. So yeah, like training sparring with you was very was very good. On yeah, because we are a professional. Yeah, shall I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's we know that's what we're doing. I think that's how you how you see a high level uh, a fighter and trainer when when uh, you can decide to switch it on and off and be like okay this is no training there there's no need to, to go hard to to kick someone in the liver or whatever like uh, it's it's I think it's important to to be able to do that. Yeah, it's not easy to find, but in in ICCS we have that kind of mentality. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, today in the seminar I did a drill with the, with the, one of my students and uh, of course I try to go hard with him but uh, without uh, hurting mm -hmm. you know I think that's important and it's it's a part of that uh, professional mm -hmm. and with um ICS in general um do you think um it's important to you keep in contact with all of the gym um the the, the gym I don't want to say owners but like the, the head coaches of the gym right active instructors was mm -hmm. uh, active inst instructors and When someone builds a gym, is it mostly um, like advice on how to build the gym? Is it, uh, is it, do you keep in touch with uh, who becomes an instructor there? Is that something you're in control of? Is that important to you? Who becomes uh, under the, uh, under, in the new gyms? I, I keep in touch with mostly everyone. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty good with that. Okay. But uh, of course, uh, if there's a, there's someone's under Andrea, you know, so they're, they're in good hands. I don't have to. You already know the yeah. gym, yeah. Okay. So anyone, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty reachable for ICC instructors. I'm reachable mm -hmm. not for everyone, but for instructors, I'll be reachable. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I spend my days. Uh, you spend my yeah. That's pretty much what when you when you look at uh, uh, Sharia's Instagram, it's always he he lands in let's say in Germany. He does some stuff there. You see on his Instagram on the road again, and on the road again is always a picture on the airport, and you're going someplace else. Like you never. You never stay somewhere more than two weeks. I think I've never seen you do that so far. You know, <laughs> and um, in the beginning of of the gym, um, did you already know people that that um, that started here from back when you were uh, teaching in the other gyms, or how did you get your first students in here? Like how how did did all of that start? Because you have to build a certain size to to do that. Yeah, um, some people yeah, I knew before, but most of them, are, they just came. They just came uh, because of me, because of the name. He's a hardworking person. I mean, if he doesn't know him, he's all the time on social media, uh, at least for, for the not, you know, not posting pictures of, of his food, but at the gym, every day, every single day. Just off the airport, right? <laughs> every single day. So, yeah. 
So mostly you you had some people, but then word got around, you open up a gym and then it's connected like that, that people just come here. Because especially in Germany, it's a thing when you when you open up a gym, you have to promote it a lot so people even try it out. Is it different in Italy? Yeah, I think it's, it's different, at least for me. Um, uh, people like to talk and they talk good about me. So people uh, come come to to try a class and they stay, you know. Yeah, most of them, it's like that. Yeah, not uh, because of uh, marketing on social media, but because they they talk each other. They they find a good uh, good place to come to train, and it's it's like that in Italy. Mm. Yeah, I think if you do a lot of promotion, if you have a gym with uh, a few couple of hundred people, mm-hmm. you don't get to know every single one of your students anymore. I think it gets less personal at some size. If you have uh, trainers that that mm. kind of do that part, like. It can still work out. It can still be a very uh, close knit community, but uh, especially as you said, you you give all the the training here pretty much. Yeah. So if you had like an intense amount of people that don't really know you for you, but just come here because of some marketing, I think that get, it gets less. So you don't plan on it's not you you don't plan this for the gym. You want to be able to do all of this on your own, or do you plan on having other coaches and building it? The thing is, uh, I I love what I do, so I love coaching. I love this uh, this this life, and uh, yeah, I I try to continue to do what I love to do. Yeah, it's by myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's important. I think pretty much all of the people I've met so far that have their own ICCS gyms are like that because if not, it doesn't really work with with ICCS. I think you kind of look and uh, look. Um, if people bring that quality when you make them uh, ICCS coaches, right? Yeah, I do. A few, a few qualities I look for in a person. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go through them right now, but uh, usually, uh, I'm, usually I'm right. Sometimes I was wrong, but I'm usually right about the person. <laughs> I think because um, usually you, you, the people who come uh, to ICCS when they when they contact you because. That's that's something you guys met at at a conference or something like you a seminar a seminar. So you just gave an ICS seminar here and you you kind yeah. of went there because you're like okay ICS never heard that before yeah. <laughs> because it was very new back then. Yeah. Right. So that's how it started. Like people had good intentions or said good things about Shali and that's how you came here and uh, and I think that's that's how that whole stuff spreads so far. And um, if you like at the moment. Um, with like how how many students do you have in this gym? Do you know? uh, depends on on, on the month, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, we are like uh, one hundred people, let's say. Uh, plus, I do kids, kid, training for kids, and uh, teenagers. We have uh, a lot of people here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How do you uh, how do you differentiate like the the training you give for kids? Um, do you do you do MMA and Krav Maga separate as well, or is it just for the adults that you separate those two? Uh, yeah, I do. I do both. Mm-hmm. I do both. Um, for uh, I I have uh, like uh, a training class who is for uh, children to four years old to eight years old. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and they do like uh, anti-bullying uh, stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they 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 learn how to throw a punch, mm-hmm. how to avoid a punch, how to fall, how to break a fall. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, it's uh, they 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 start martial arts, let's say, mm-hmm. and uh, they try to defend themselves. You see, but what he said though, anti-bullying, they learn how to throw a punch. Mm-hmm. 
I see the approach. It's very, it's very hands-on the approach. <laughs> so um, it's you, you do the basics, and then when they yeah, go the into basics, the basics, yeah. Okay, so so it's like because I was very surprised there were um, like two younger uh, like boys here today. Yeah, today, yeah. Both of them really knew how to like the boxing was, yeah, technique was yeah. solid. Both of them, I think they have a good future. Yeah, especially one is a is a badass. I think he. He has uh, already with me. I bring him to fight. Like uh, he has uh, six fights, I think mm -hmm. seven fights. And for a 90 years old kid, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah. 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 Also, there were n not even those. There were like uh, some of them were even younger. And yeah. Uh, yeah. They they when they punch the bag or they they punch yeah. in the in the the drills, they still perform very well. Yeah, yeah. So like your uh, level of student here is very high. Thank you. The especially where all of the people who were here today, they were not all training here, right? No, 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 no. There's some yeah, people some outside. people from outside, yeah. yeah. So they come from place in Italy, other gyms that are not. Ideal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So also not not uh, people from the Turin one. Right. Okay. So all of them were, and um, with those you you promote like okay, should just coming to town, and people are like, yeah, I want to join that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, M uh, most of them they know Sharir uh, since uh, maybe other seminar they do with him, and uh, yeah, they want to come. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so when you um, when you talk to people uh, and you explain to them what this gym is, would you say it's? Um, well, how do you explain to them what you do here? Usually, uh, I I say we mostly do martial arts and self defense. Let's say, mm -hmm. just to make people understand what we do. It's not a normal gym. Let's say let's say with bodybuilding uh, weights, you know, like that. We also do. I do, but. Uh, This gym is uh, for uh, fighters, okay? And um, how often would you say you spar in the classes? Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, me or people? No, in general, the, the the students that come here, like how how regular is sparring? Because Sharia had had this moment there with uh, very important. Was sparring very important? Yeah, I I percent <laughs> agree. I I don't want to say every class we have a sparring, but we are uh, close to that. Uh, yeah, sentence. Yeah. And so that's, I think even that, because also most of the students I've met here, they were physically very fit. Yeah. Do you yeah. do, is that part of the class or do you even do separately uh, uh, the, the fitness? Is that a separate part? They. It's a separate part, but also the level of, of fitness increase uh, doing, yeah, like Sharir was saying, uh, uh, boxing, uh, training, MMA, wrestling, uh, bag workout, like that. Mm. Yeah. So it's not just the part of the training people because I've seen you. You have this whole gym area. Mm -hmm. I'm just uh, trying to yeah. use it earlier. So, <laughs> yeah. and so that is not part of the training, but that's a different thing. People come here uh, out of outside of the training and still. Yeah. Uh, so I think that that adds to the community. There's some reason to come back beside the training. Training is important, especially the, the coach is important and the the way that you interact. But also, if you have something where you come back, you train regularly. Uh, even outside of the classes, that that makes like more of a community, like a tight knit community. You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think because of the people I've met here, okay, I, I don't know if that's like the Italian way or if especially your students, but they're very nice. Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs> I think that adds thank to the community. You. It's just like a very nice. Yeah. Like you come here. I told you. I told you. Come to Italy. The people are nice. Yeah. For those who are listening, I didn't know any of these people. All of them treated me very well. <laughs> yeah. And the food here is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Because your mom brought a focaccia, right? Yeah, focaccia. It's typical from Genoa. Yeah. That was one of the most tasty pastries I've ever eaten. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. It's very good. 
And also uh, every time, usually when, when there's ICS seminars, we go out to eat every time, like um, especially on the weekends, the first and the second day, because usually the second day is on a Sunday. So there's stores are usually not open, whatever. And we go, you go to eat. It's not at the level as it is here when, when we go to other places. Like Italy has its own way to go about food. Yeah. <laughs> they still care a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, so there's there's two gyms in uh, in uh, Italy so far. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We used to have three, but you know, COVID uh, and uh, other stuff. Uh, you know how it works. You know. Now we have two two gyms in in Italy under the ICCS curriculum, and uh, yeah. How did you cope with the with the COVID stuff? Where I'm from, they pretty much they they locked traffic down. You couldn't go to the gyms anymore. Yeah, it was a very bad period. Again, I have to thank Sharif to push me to not to give up. You know, did you start online or how did you do it then? Um, no, here in Italy, I. I must, uh, I, I, I must close the gym for many, many months. Mm. You know, I, I, I had to, to come back to the old, uh, old job, which is in the private security mm. again to, to make money. Mm. You know, and uh, I was uh, in the point uh, to, to give up the, the gym, but again, Sharir uh, in a phone call uh, told me <laughs> what. We don't give up. You get so, yeah. <laughs> so I I didn't, and I'm I'm here again. Yeah, yeah. you have a way with uh, motivating people, you know. He's bigger than he was before cover, right? So yeah, true. It's not just about you being like, no, I just as to persist. You you actually told him to to continue, and, and no one has grown so far. Yeah, well, he continued to. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the it's the collaboration. It only works like that if you, if you. I've seen people, or I've seen that with with people who are like, okay, I I I don't know how to proceed with this. So yes, this way to talk with them. So afterwards, it, they they perform better than before. It's I think it's it's uh, that uh, yeah. those kinds of phone calls. I've I've yeah. seen one or two of those. Mm-hmm. It's like people are like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. It's like, <laughs> so you should be uh, like you could do a second like a YouTube channel or a second career as like a motivational speaker. But I think the vague thing or the issue is. If you're like, you don't know what you're like, what the thing is people have to get motivated about. You're like, do the thing, get up and you, you have to do the thing. Just do the thing. <laughs> Has to be at the moment. I can just record these like uh, messages and send them to people every time I can listen to them. Look, uh, you know, it was COVID. It was hard. It wasn't easy for yeah. anybody. You know, this, it was a pretty bad period for, for all uh, sports, martial <laughs> arts. But, uh, you know, we... We fighters, you know, we kick ass, and doesn't matter if you kick ass in the, in the gym or kick ass in life. But uh, we'll, we'll be damned before uh, we let uh, we let some little flu uh, close the gym. So that doesn't make any sense, you know. I, you know, there's testing periods in time. You get mm-hmm. tested sometimes in life. Mm-hmm. So every single time you get tested and you start giving up, that's not for us. You know? mm-hmm. Talking about being tested, um, because some of the the people that are a little younger today that were here. Um, like when when they come here, usually they haven't trained anything before, right? There were no martial yeah. arts experience, whatever. Um, how do you um, how do you um, see them change when they when they train here as a person? Like there is there is something uh, because you said anti bullying and you talked about okay, they learn how to throw a punch. Like how do they change when they train? They change. Uh, they change a lot. They change a lot, uh, especially those people who I know when uh, they were very very young. Um, they change a lot. They become um, better people, I think, better mm-hmm. men and better better girls. 
uh, yeah. And how young can they start training you? What's the what's the age you, you can start with training? My younger students student has three years old, and my older student as seventy seven years old. Oh, okay. So there's a wide range. There's a yeah. wide range. <laughs> and um, you also do you have people that have uh, different fighting backgrounds that used to compete or did something else that also came here afterwards? Yeah. Yeah, you met one of them, Daniele, mm -hmm. is uh, one of the best here in the gym, one of my best students, and he was uh, a boxing national champion, mm. and um, yeah, he came in, in my gym, and uh, uh, he started uh, uh, doing also MMA, grappling, the grappling and the wrestling stuff, yeah. Mm. So he came here as a boxer. He had no yeah. experience on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Because I caught him on the ground. He was yeah, good on the ground. Now, yeah. Now, yeah. Or <laughs> Ernesto. When he came here, the father of, of Ernesto he was uh, a respected uh, boxer back in the days. And uh, he teach him uh, a little bit of boxing. But when he came here, it was, uh, Ernesto was zero, zero experience in bo in, uh, in, on the ground. Now maybe it's the, his best weapon, maybe. Yeah, and also other fighters, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, Krav Maga gyms have this issue when when MMA fighters, for instance, when they come, they have this issue of okay, I'm not sure what I'm gonna learn here because I know how to fight, and so there has to be more than the the um, basically the, the the capability to fight. So in the Krav Maga course, because you said it's different from from the MMA, it's on top or there's uh, something there's there's stuff else than just the MMA stuff. What do you do in the Krav Maga course that's different from the MMA stuff? Uh, multiple opponents, for example, uh, warrior drills, uh, we do, and uh, uh, f uh, fighting from bad position, let's say, with the sticks, for example, mm. and uh, yeah, uh, uh, street, uh, street situation in which uh, you can find yourself and uh, you have to try to, to get out. Mm. So basically the ideas, the tools are kind of the same, but you're yeah. focusing on different situations yeah. because in the ring you have one opponent, one opponent, you know, the level, the, the, the weight is probably around the same, uh, the same size maybe. Um, and there's a referee. Yeah. And so, uh, I've never seen, um, like a street fight with a referee. Mm. Maybe, maybe there's one, I don't know, but, uh, I think, so you do a lot, a lot of stuff to, to prepare them, uh, for more realistic situations or to, yeah. to approach it as close to a street fight as, as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes, for example, I just close the light of the gym to fight uh, with no lights can be, can be something, you know, or fight uh, in, uh, uh, with, with no space around, you know, uh, yeah, mm. like that, or maybe fighting, uh, when you are uh, already tired. Yeah, you know. yeah. I I love the gym. I love the atmosphere here. I really enjoy. I enjoyed staying here, uh, and I think you're one of the greatest hosts I've met so far. Thank you. I, I felt very comfortable here. It was a very very nice. Thank you very much. Um, and I think the next podcast I think we'll do from Israel, right? Yeah, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. So, um, thank you for for being our first guest in this podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> it was a very nice uh, experience. And uh, Shavier, do you want to add something? I love being here. You love being here, dude. It's Italy, of course. You love being here. Okay, you love it. I love being in the gym more than I love being in the. <laughs> it's 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 both. It's part of the experience. Okay, so thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. And to you guys. See you guys next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.